Rough Trade is giving away a third of the first three months of the Rough Trade Club plus new music membership exclusively to 101 Part-Time Jobs listeners. Become a member of Rough Trade Club New Music and you'll receive the Rough Trade Album of the Month straight to your door every month on an exclusive vinyl pressing with bonus material. Club members have received exclusive pressings of albums from Sufjan Stevens, Sprints, The Last Dinner Party, English Teacher and Over Mono, just to name a few, this past year alone. Sign up using the promo code CLUB101POD and you'll get Rough Trade's Album of the Month, Camera Obscura's Look to the East, Look to the West for a third of the usual price. By signing up, you'll be getting Rough Trade's exclusive issue of the album on opaque purple in a gatefold sleeve plus a bonus CD containing five demos. Don't want the album of the month but still want all the benefits? Sign up to the standard tier using Club 101 Pod and you'll still get the first month free. You'll also get free shipping on all orders, 10% off at the bar and on secondhand vinyl in store and exclusive access to sold out Rough Trade events. So don't hang around. Head to roughtrade.com slash club and sign up with the code CLUB101POD. That's CLUB101POD and claim money Money off Rough Trade's album of the month today. This offer is for UK residents only. Do you play in bands? I did for the longest time. And I wish that I knew that DistroKid was a thing. I don't even think it existed back then. DistroKid makes music distribution fun and easy with unlimited uploads and artists keep 100% of your royalties and earnings. A million plus artists rely on DistroKid to get their music on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, TikTok, Tidal, Instagram, and all the major streaming services. When you get DistroKid, you can see a DistroKid bank and withdraw your earnings. You get notified when you've earned royalties and you can withdraw via the app. And you can even check your streaming stats on Spotify Spotify and Apple. Get 30% off your first year on DistroKid by going to distrokid.com slash VIP slash 101pod. 30% off for your first year. That's not bad. We know it's a tough world out there. Why don't you make it easier for yourself? And to get 30% off that free year as an artist where you get 100% of your royalties and earnings, go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash 101pod. All right, stay with me. I'll be right back after this. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
You're listening to 101 Part-Time Jobs, the podcast where I speak to musicians and artists about the side hustles they've had and sometimes still have in order to keep on doing their art. This time I'm speaking to Maura and Megan from the band Oggy Kubo Station. They were on tour in London at the time without Mike Park, who is a huge figurehead in the punk rock community worldwide runs his record label asian man records famously out of his garage he formed this band with mora they released their album we can pretend like in august last year and then just released a couple of tracks on an ep called okinawan love songs earlier this year he wasn't on this tour so it was just mora and megan playing acoustic it was awesome and i got to speak to them before the show i knew of mora's old band mixtapes from years ago anyone who was a fan of pop punk message boards would probably have heard of them around the 2009 and 10 era and so I kind of knew that Maura had somewhat made her way as a musician over the last 10 years which is something I wanted to find out more about and sure enough we got a classic last day of high school story. So this is Maura and Megan from Oggy Kubo Station. You're listening to 101 Part-Time Jobs. Thanks for listening. I was 18. That's Quite young. I was still in high school when we started, actually. Yeah. So how, like how did that months. work? Okay, say you're like, say your final year. Well, I, when I was like a senior in high school, we like, I mean, it was like a few months before I graduated that we started doing stuff, but like, we, I decided to go to college and I was going to study audio engineering and I got accepted into University of Cincinnati. And uh, I was going there for like two semesters, and then we got offered um, we got offered like a tour, and I just dropped out of school. Nice. Yeah, we just like you were working at Urban Outfitters at the time, right? And a pizza place. And a pizza. Place. Okay. So I had jobs in high school. I was like a, a busser at a restaurant that looks like a dimly lit Cracker Barrel. I don't think there's a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> They're already dimly lit. <laughs> kind of sounds like a crack. Yeah. It's like where old people eat like like maple slathered like bacon it's and ham and play like checkers and there's American like American Western. Nice. Yeah, but it basically it wasn't a Cracker Barrel, but it was like a fancy one, but sure. not really. And I worked in the hotel too doing room service, and it looked like the hotel from The Shining. So three so jobs. Like really creepy. Well, that was like I first did that, and then. As I got a little older, I started working at like Urban Outfitters and this pizza place. Mm-hmm. Um, the pizza place let me leave, and so did Urban Outfitters. Let you leave? Yeah, for like tour. That yeah, was oh, okay. for tour. Yeah, so, yeah, but yeah. that's where the punks in Cincinnati would work. A lot of them that toured at that pizza place. Yeah, like it was kind of crazy. Like the guy who ran it would just like let us do whatever we wanted. Like I'd work by myself until like four in the morning, and like okay. people would be like peeing on the floor and getting into like brawls and stuff and I have to like chase them out scream it, it's fun it seems funny that you know they're definitely like a common theme of, of pizza places just happens to be one of the main ones where like there'll be a manager who's into punk rock and kind of appreciates and likes the fact that other people working there are linked to the same thing mm-hmm. and that person probably got the job because of their friend who works there yeah that's exactly <clears throat> what it was like and it just and it, and it, and it, and it snowballs into something that, that's just easy yeah. What, what were people Urban Outfitters like? Uh, they <laughs> they were actually nicer than you'd think. Because at the time, I mean, it was on a college campus, and that was like, I mean, 
almost 10 years ago. It was still, the company's like garbage, but yeah. everyone who worked there was pretty nice. They were, they were definitely like hipsters. Like I was the only person who like wasn't into the kind of music that they would play at Urban Outfitters and stuff. Like sure. who was into like punk yeah. at all. Yeah, like exactly. I would get really like upset at the music they would play and I would like talk on the walkie talkie and I'd be like, somebody turn this shit off or whatever. <laughs> but like, how are you with telling people that you're in a band? Um, not good at it. I still not really, because I just feel like awkward. Like I just rather not yeah. talk That's about it. That's my least favorite topic for sure. We actually played a show at Urban Outfitters though while I was working and mixtapes did with this band who's now huge called Walk the Moon from okay. Cincinnati. Like on the radio, but at the time they were like really small, and I remember everyone I worked with was like, "Oh my God, Walk the Moon is in here." Uh, people getting into mixtapes through message boards. Yeah, like yeah. Word spread pretty quick about that band. I feel. Mm, yeah. Like we were in England, yeah. and we were like, "Oh yeah, we know mixtapes." Which that's yeah. cr that was crazy to me, like especially yeah. being like 18, 19 years old. Yeah. When we first started touring, but I like, I mean, I definitely like had people like I had people that I when I was like graduating high school and or telling like people that I was dropping out of college to go on tour and do more yeah. music stuff they were just like don't do that that's such a stupid idea like your punk band is like, who was doesn't matter like, good, you know what I mean good friends new friends like I mean like some of my friends they were some of my good friends some of my good friends like parents and stuff oh, luckily yeah. my like my parents were always pretty supportive like I was kind of giving my dad a hard time but yeah. he like he was just trying to look out for me financially, which yeah, is like, I don't know if it's, was the best idea. Yeah. But it's that, it's that like classic juxtaposition of like your parents are happy for you to go to college or university where they're mm -hmm. helping out with thousands potentially, mm -hmm. but they don't want you to fucking make bad buck on the corner store. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, and nowadays college education doesn't always necessarily lead to. No. And that's what I kind of tried to tell them is I was just like. If I did go back to school, I would want to spend those thousands of dollars wisely, not on something yeah. that like I just felt pressured to get into when I was 18. Not mm -hmm. that like I wouldn't have enjoyed doing audio stuff. But it's funny because I actually, sorry, this is like somewhat related, but not. I did ballet for like 10 years when I was like younger, when I, until I was like 16, and I, I quit because I didn't want to be like a professional dancer because that was like my studio was like pushing all the girls at my school to do that. And I was like, this is a lot of commitment. I don't think I want to do this. Like I want to play music. Not that I like took any of the, I didn't take like mixtapes that serious, like that seriously when we started or ever really in general, but I don't know. What, it was what? like kind of funny. Cause it's like, what would my life have been like if I decided to keep dancing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know? what are you up to now when you're, when you're, when you're going home. I mean, what do you work at now? I actually, so I've always just been in restaurants for the most part, but I also now, it's funny because now I'm doing audio stuff. Not like a lot. Like basically I just work in corporate like AV, which is just like setting up audio and like, and stuff. well, like there will, I was living in New Orleans and there's so many tourists, like doctor, like events and doctors conventions and just like, basically like science conventions and different things where people come from all over and I basically set up like giant like screens and projectors and like lights and stuff yeah. and I've been doing that for a while and it's actually been sick because it's like all punks who are doing it in New Orleans like 
one of them started getting into it like 10 years ago and they slowly just started getting all of their friends to do it. Great. Like, I don't know if you've heard of the band Thou from New Orleans. No, They're no. like a more of like a metal band kind of, but like one of those guys is like my manager guy. Great. At this job. He's a crusty. He's not even really a crusty though. He's like this old school, like vegan straight edge dude who runs like a record label. He's, right. he's actually awesome. But like, they like, um, yeah, like recently I did like, this big, it was like a cattle convention. They had cows inside the convention center. It was really like messed up actually, but, and then there was like this horrible country band played called Big and Rich. <laughs> and I had to like set up all the like Country's audio. big in America, I mean country's yeah, big. Like, big everywhere. And yeah. that band is huge. That band is huge. And I had to like set up the audio for them, but I didn't really even know what I was doing to be honest. It's just the kind of thing where like, they they just want somebody who's reliable and like you learn as you go along basically it's like a word of mouth kind of thing yeah and they pay really well and yeah. i'm a, an independent contractor so yeah. like yeah i'm trying it's to no like middle people yeah so it's like there's been all these like really weird conventions i've had to like <laughs> so like work Great. audio for i guess and you can it's just go back to that and it's nice because like they have you to call when there's jobs and you can turn it down and say no and they'll just find other people. Yeah. yeah. Or if they're like, hey, you want to come work this for like 60 hours this week? She can be like, yeah. yeah. And then not work for like a month. And yeah. It's fine. That's what I've been doing when I've been home. Like I'll, I worked like an 80 hour, 80 hours in like nine days or something. And then, um, and then I just like didn't work for a while, but it, I get paid well enough that it's like, okay, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. and because you're a contractor, I work for different companies. And like she was saying, I can leave her tour and just be like, sorry, I'm out of town working right yeah. now. <laughs> I don't even have to tell them what I'm doing. Then, yeah. then they're like, yeah. then they're like, damn, she's like really booked up. She must be a really good audio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even though it's like, no, time. I'm not like, it's just like, Oh, sorry, I'm already working, you know what I mean? And then, like, it's not, like, the kind of thing where they, like, look and see, like, who are your references yeah, or something. Yeah, like, they yeah. don't care. Was there ever a time when you were like, okay, if, you know, I'm gonna have to make this decision now to do this, to prioritize this? Yeah, I remember having that a few times. When I was 12, I started playing, and I remember my dad told me, you shouldn't, I was like, he's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I was like... I want to be in a band. And he was like, don't. <laughs> That's a really bad idea. <laughs> Your sister wants to be a marine biologist. You should do something like that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Right. How, what was your reaction to that? I was mad, obviously. Yeah, and I was like a teenager. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, That's really mean. I was like, mm -hmm. I was like, I want to play music. I don't, I just, but I still was like determined. I was just like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. Not like thinking I was gonna make money, but you know. Of course, yeah. I, I I feel like there's when you when you want to do something like enough, like money almost doesn't come into it. Mm -hmm. That not to sound like super privileged or, or something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like fuck it. I know I'm not gonna die. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Sure. Like if I can stay at a friend's house or a parent's house, then for sure. Did did that decision ever come in? I mean. I never want. I had never wanted to tell anyone that I wanted to play music, so I feel like I still haven't really accepted it in my mind. But I feel like just, I did like a couple years ago. Like I was like, okay, I'm just not gonna tour for a little bit because I didn't 
have any money and I like decided to like try and get a stable job for a little while and then the last year I've toured like way more than I had even previously. What was that stable job? So I still have it actually. I have like a managerial position at a salon as the guest services manager. Nice. Yeah. As in like a hair salon? Yeah. So I went to cosmetology school. Um, the day after I graduated, I moved to Iowa, so I couldn't, I didn't take my skateboard, I didn't get my license. Um, you didn't take your skateboard? Yeah, I didn't take my skateboard. <laughs> um, and uh, six years later, I finally got my uh, license, but I had started working in a salon just part-time, uh, front desk. It's really hard to find front desk people who are like competent, because yeah. you don't get paid that well, Sure. Um, but it's a lot of work and a lot of... Uh, multitasking and knowledge but yeah you still got that job yeah so i still have it and i think it's because it's just an independently owned salon it's like all Um, natural and organic too which is cool and i've worked there for a little over three years now and i'm just good at the job and it's really hard to find competent people at that job and i take care of a lot of other stuff behind the scenes like they've kind of like (laughs) made new jobs within the job for me and, sure. and I think that they're just like happy to have someone stable that they can always have so they always and luckily they've they let me leave for months at a time sometime which is, I know is really unique and not and what normally happens so what happens when you're away have they got someone else who can who can plug in so I usually we have other like I have other people who work with me in that position multiple other like receptionists and guest service uh, providers there but uh, I mean they're just all awesome and most of our shifts overlap but they don't need to necessarily so if yeah. someone's gone it's not usually a huge deal usually shifts aren't needing to be covered necessarily um, do, you, do you find yourself getting stressed about it like in terms of yeah. timekeeping and yeah I mean like I, I make schedules months in advance because I need like I need to know when yeah I'm when I'm leaving I need to make sure everything's covered so that you know the owners of the salon have almost nothing that they need to they're really nice like they'll come in and they'll cover a shift or two if there's no one to do it which is lucky but um yeah it is I mean mostly just stressful like trying to get a bunch of other people's schedules months in advance and it kind of feels selfish mostly to like cater to me trying to leave but yeah. everyone's so nice like they're like yeah yeah i'll work for you for a month like i don't yeah. care and yeah it's nice a lot of it because a lot of them are teenagers or like just like in college so they don't necessarily uh depend on the money they can do whatever but they, they can got, kind of do whatever and so i think out their pocket yeah yeah so they, yeah it's kind of like I, i'm lucky in that sense because they're like always willing to pick up shifts but then yeah. also don't care if they need to dial it back down when i'm back i mean i i potentially i, I would have liked to i don't know i'd have to settle down to do this too but like start doing hair with yeah. my license because but yeah. that's something that I do, I feel conflicted when I'm doing music, so I'm like, I would like to start doing that so that I can have a better income while doing this. Yeah. Um, and people want to pay for a good haircut. Yeah. They yeah. do. Megan does my hair in the yeah. salon. They let her use this whole salon 
Like, like on clothes. the off day, yeah. Right. She yeah. Like blue hair. She's great. We can take that out if it's... If no, it no, no, it's not. Yeah, I mean... The, I if, make her be nice to me. No, yeah. And <laughs> I mean, they, they'll let us, like, if we used any of their product, they're just like, yeah, just give us, like, five or ten bucks or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, they're nice. I mean, I'm super lucky. I've been working all day on me, mate, on the side. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.